the point after show. He's going savage. Run for your life. And that was a disgraceful performance in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave him the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. Uh, playoffs? What are talking about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. The Point After Show. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double chance does what the f*** he wants. The Point After Show. Spikes in hell. Spikes in peewee hell. Hey, yo. This is Eddie Daddy from The Point After Show. Daddy. I'm here with Tommy Excuses Lipko. And I say excuses because it's been, what, three or four weeks since we heard the uh, Adrian Peterson news, and we still have no waxed armpits coming from you, Tommy. I have a golf tournament coming up. He's ducking it. You know, Paulie took a while. We still have the Brussels sprouts in the freezer. Cavi took a month to do the Nobody shot. Nobody gives a shit about Brussels sprouts I'm just in the giving, freezer. I'm we just... want to see you wax the damn armpit. Now, we did, we did come up with a, a good idea with our 50th episode coming up to do it for to do a little promotion for it yeah. so uh 50th episode for of our podcast keeping uh keep an eye out for tommy's waxed armpits being uh broadcasted sure all over that social bicentennial or right? half a no, that would be half a century that would be 200 oh, okay. so uh, be, uh, i've never been good with this uh, this is probably like the ninth podcast uh, I've uh, half, centennial. <laughs> half centennial <laughs> like centennial means 100 <laughs> half millennia no that's something else. Well, that's by, year, that's, by um, yearly means uh twice, twice a year, year. <laughs> we're so beating this up. all right twice every twice. 100 years so we're beating this up let's move it on eddie B- by century please maybe. Okay, uh, so we got <laughs> we got Polly the advantage. Let go. As Cavi as Cavi points out, we are not mostly Harvard graduates here. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, not Columbia either. No, or uh, Haverford. Yeah. All right, and uh, Cavi the producer, Caviston. Uh, we're coming down from Mother's Day, Mother's Day hangovers. I think we all had a couple over the weekend. Tom Morello was grill master, <clears throat> breakfast king, uh, cooking meals for everybody. Felt like a shelter. <laughs> Okie dokie. Right. <laughs> All right. So we uh, we do have a couple things to talk about you tonight. You say Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine? Yeah. Tom, oh, Tom yeah. Morello. Yeah. As in Cinderella? I know. <laughs> uh, let's, before we get, we got, let's just run down what we're going to talk about. Uh, NFL, we have a couple stories. NASCAR, uh, golf, the Preakness coming up this weekend. Derek Jeter and the Yankees uh, retiring his jersey on Sunday night. But let's start off with the NBA uh, first First game of the Western Conference Series. Great game. The comeback that the Warriors had was just amazing. A lot of people are putting the blame and and everything towards possibly... And I, I just read an article uh, earlier about uh, possibly... The Spurs were targeting Leonard, but he says no. Warriors targeting Leonard? Warriors, that's what I meant, yeah. Um, like friendly fire? The Spurs are trying to take him on too? Yeah, maybe. It's playing time. We're sick of waiting. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but uh, what did you guys think, think of the game? I thought the game was phenomenal. I, I, I watched it. It was Mother's Day, so I was able to sneak out after a little grilling and watch some of the game. You know, the Spurs showed their defense in the first half. They, I think they were up 20 at halftime, you know, at one point had a 25-point lead. And then, like we said, Leonard went down. Uh, definitely turned the game around 100%. They were dominating. And then all of a sudden it was a Steph Curry-Kevin Durant show. I think they combined for 74 total points between the two of them with great comeback. Curry hits the three late in the fourth quarter to get the 
tied up, end up taking the lead for the first time there late in the fourth quarter since it was like 8-7 early in the first quarter. Um, but I'll give it to the Warriors. But, hey, I, I definitely think this is going to be series. I wrote an article about this last week that the Spurs – have the toughest road to the championship going through the Warriors and then most likely the Cavs in the championship. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Spurs pull through. You know, Leonard now probably out game two, they're saying. He's so, already been ruled out. Um, we'll see. I, uh, I, I would have agreed with you. I, I did agree with you um, Sunday morning. You know, over the weekend we talked about I thought the Spurs were really had a good chance to win this series. Um, but Leonard coming out, I don't think that their chances are there anymore. I think, especially him being out game two, I think the uh, the ankle's a problem for him. Uh, I do think that this is just a... Um, I think it's a good look at... He should have been considered MVP. Like, realistically, the Spurs had that game all but wrapped up when he played. The defense plays on a different level when he's there. The team plays more cohesive uh, when he's on the, flo- on the floor, and it just falls apart when he's when he's off the floor. I think that the Spurs get beat by double digits in Game Two. Uh, I just don't see them hanging without without Leonard on the floor, and I don't think that they can they can beat Golden State. I mean, I, I think it was pretty much a consensus across the internet board. Um, everything I read just kind of pointed to the same fact that if uh, Kawhi didn't get hurt, then the Spurs won. They won the game. I think it's. I mean, it's 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 easy to argue that they were up by twenty five. I think it's. It's always gonna. They're always gonna be that what if. You know, if you're a, if you're a Golden State fan, you could say, hey, listen, we were gonna come back in that game. We had them right where we want them. Um, if you're a Spurs fan, everybody's gonna say, there was no way you were coming back with with Leonard on the court. But yeah, I agree. Okay. That's that's really. I mean, I think that's the biggest takeaway of the game. I I just see them losing double digits game two. Oh, I'd like to yeah. see them come back when they when they get the series back to uh, San Antonio and hope that they can make a series out of it. But. When you're down two nothing to uh, Golden State, if that's what happens after, if they lose Game Two and you're down two nothing to Golden State, it's 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 a tough battle to come back. But two of the stars too. I mean, Curry and Durant combined, they put up seventy four points together. I mean, Most of that came in the fourth quarter, though. Yeah, no, I know Durant had a, like a was it ten points in a row at one point, I think, for the, for the uh, Warriors. But um, you know, come back from twenty five points down. I mean, that just shows you what kind of team they are and what kind of willpower they have to, to make a run for the championship. So, Yeah, I don't know. I think the Spurs, I don't think, there, there's always a chance when you play the Warriors that you lose by double digits. They, they have that high-powered offense that could shoot the ball from anywhere on the court, and they have multiple players that can do that. But I think the Spurs, who always focused on defense the entire year, I think that's what they're going to bring the focus back on. I know Leonard is uh, the best two-way player in the NBA, both offense and defense. Um, you know, he could have been an MVP, sure, definitely. Um, but I think with the bench, you know, David Lee, he didn't put up any points. That's that's surprising. Uh, Ginobili, Simmons, Patty Mills, who stepped up now in place of Tony Parker, they just had pretty crappy games. Patty Mills, I think, was one from eight from the field. Uh, Danny Green, he did all right, but he was kind of quiet. He didn't shoot that much in the game. So I think these are the players that are going to step up. And, I, again, this is a team that's built great coaching. This is what I refer to as the New England Patriots of the NBA, is they have that system that any player can come in and fill and play. And I definitely think the Spurs at least win, at least win two games in the series. I don't see them really getting blown out bad. 
But well, I, I'll give you my final thought on this: is this is this is going to be a, a real challenge for Popovich, and it'll really tro- truly show if he is the greatest coach to ever coach in the NBA. I think I think he's arguably that guy now. If he can make this a series with with the lineup that Tommy just talked about, uh, obviously no Parker and and you know potentially no Leonard for this rest of the series. If they can pull out even two wins, I think that's a that's a that's a, a win for him. If they get to three wins or even win the series, he's he's. He's a genius. Love Popovich's uh, interviews. Uh, That's, I'll just leave it at that because I don't yeah. want to get political or anything. But Popovich's interview uh, after that or before that game. You don't want any dark clouds over this podcast, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he his interview before that was awesome. So everybody go ahead and and the interview after it too was pretty great. He kind of was calling people out left and right there too. So I enjoy him as a as an interviewer. E interviewee. And I know we talked about it earlier too with the um, the the Cle- Cleveland's been out sitting out waiting for the Eastern Conference to get done. Um, I know Game Seven is coming up um, tonight. It would be. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. And uh, Cleveland, you know, I think they're going to have a good run at it too. I think Cavi talked about it and predicted it. Tommy's article predicted it. Yeah, Cleveland Warriors. And, and here's another thing too: is is like you just mentioned with that Cleveland game being played, uh, sitting out now while Boston and the Wizards hash it out, see who's going to win Game Seven. The Warriors and Spurs play again tomorrow night already. Well, I guess Tuesday night. Play yeah. Tuesday night already, so they're going to have two games under their belt prior to the Cavs playing the Wizard of the Celtics Wizard. So, hey, that's a. Uh, I guess power. If the if the Warriors go on and, and sweep the series, they're going to have a nice little break before the NBA Finals. Especially if the Cavs, whatever Eastern Conference Championship goes seven games. Maybe not the best thing though. All right, let's talk about. Uh, we never really touched on baseball because it's the beginning of the year. None of us are really baseball guys. I'm a Braves fan, but that's about it. Uh, <laughs> that's where it stops in the night. Paulie, Paulie's a, a Boston Red Sox fan, but uh, you know it's a long season, and there's not too much that goes on news-wise that we are strongly playing, feeling about. And playing fantasy baseball is the equivalent of watching paint dry on your wall. But it's you know each slow, their own. Slow but each their own. I respect baseball fans because you you have to be a dedicated fan to be that's to be true. a baseball yeah. fan. Absolutely right. I heard somebody uh compare it the other day to uh pregnancy almost is you're you know you're going through almost nine months yeah nine months of baseball you know and you're you're, you have to be dedicated and every day you have to pay attention to it and then at the end you well june march the first i'm sure that statement wasn't made by a woman (laughs) no 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 no, it wasn't it wasn't should they might think of pregnancy a little different yeah yeah both painful to us yeah (laughs) yeah both painful to watch well, we're coming up on the first trimester, so yeah. Um, we'll, so we'll see we how things. So, what are we talking about with baseball? Uh, Derek Jeter getting his number retired Sunday night. Yankees, I think it's much deserved. He's probably one of the in the last you know half century one of the best baseball players to ever play. So I'm a, again, you, like Eddie mentioned, I'm I'm a Red Sox fan, and um, typically, as a Red Sox fan, you have two favorite teams. It's the Red Sox and anyone that plays the Yankees. Um, but I will say this is um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I've always been a Derek Jeter fan. I, I like him as a person. He was good for the game of baseball. Even in the darkest times of baseball, which were coming through the steroid era, uh, he's always stayed true to what baseball represents. And um, he's kept himself out of trouble his whole career. He dedicated himself to one team. He never chased the money. Kept himself uh, out of trouble or has a good PR person? Either way. 
Uh, <laughs> I mean, you think about with his popularity, and, and, and let's be honest, the guy, the, the guy is not hurting for looks by any means. He probably should have had about nine or ten girlfriends, uh, you know, bearing children. He could be another Cromarty. Well, he was dating Madonna. I don't think she was able to bear children anymore at that yeah. point. <laughs> was that him or what? That was, that was uh, Alex Rodriguez, I thought. That, that, that. I thought Jeter. I could be wrong. Uh, I think it might have been A-Rod. Was it, was it A-Rod? I think it was A-Rod. A-Rod. I don't think it was Jeter. I know he's dating well, I know Jeter loves A-Rod, right? No. Yeah, they're good buddies. So that was the old, <laughs> old slogan back so in the to, day. So to get back to, get back to the, the I, I like the fact that they gave this kind of a celebration to a guy that realistically has done the right things for baseball. Uh, even as um, uh, even as a Red Sox fan, I would have loved to see him be a Red Sox. He was a Yankee, unfortunately, but he did he did right for baseball. It's no Wade Boggs. No Wade Boggs. <laughs> Maybe Wade Boggs when he was on the Red Sox, but then he decided <laughs> to chase that old pitch drive money, that bum. No um, Don Mattingly either. Or Daryl Strawberry. There was, there was a part. Daryl Strawberry, one of the greatest Yankees <laughs> no, ever. Watching the ceremony, I thought that there was a part of it. I was kind of talking to you guys off, line, off, off air about this. I thought it was really kind of um, funny, but yet a little bit sad. So uh, Jeter's nephew, uh, Jalen, which kind of he stole a lot of the show. He, was, he blew up Twitter with his, uh, his full uniform with Derek Jeter, you know, his uncle. Uh, I think the kid might have only been about five years old um, in that in that age bracket. And, um, on you know live television, he got to say a few words, and he basically his his words to Derek were, uh, um, "I hope someday I'm I'm a Yankee, and when I am, can I wear your number?" And uh, <laughs> Jeter, being the man of many words, looked straight at him and said, "No, they're retiring that." And the kid literally almost broke down and cried. And I think Jeter immediately caught, like, oh, wow, that came across as a huge dick and I didn't mean to. So he's like, but maybe I'll let you use it and gave him a high five, like, hey, hey, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was kind of a feel-good, funny moment. Um, Tough you know, love. It, yeah, it's definitely, it's like, get your own number, pussy. Yeah, we talk, we talk a lot about that, you know. Yeah. Don't, don't baby them. Don't, don't yeah, them. yeah. He's not call giving him the, a trophy. The yeah. Teresa effect, we call that here. Don't baby them. He's like, I'm number two. Maybe you could be number one. We'll retire that one. <laughs> so you know me. I'm a stats guy. I, I look up random crap about people. So I, I'm going to spit off. You know, I, I don't know how I feel about this. He was definitely one of the most hyped players in MLB history, for sure. He rode the hype train. But he did have some great numbers. You know, he played 20 seasons with the Yankees, one of the, what is it, like, highly decorated organizations in all of sports, right? You have the Yankees and the Dallas Cowboys are the most decorated across all sports, I would think, in the United States of America. You know, he won Rookie of the Year. He played in 2,747 games, Yankees record. These are all Yankees records here. At-bats, 11,195. He has the most hits in Yankees history, the most doubles, stolen bases, singles, times on base. This is a funny one. How many times he was hit by a pitch? He has the Yankees record for 170. I guess opposing pitchers didn't like him too much. Uh, He won the World Series five times, All-Star selections 14 times, Golden Gloves five, Silver Slugger awards five, Hank Aaron award two, Roberto Clemente award one. Yeah, it sounds like he was definitely overhyped. I mean, not, not worn of any of those the are all Yankees accolades. records and stuff like that. Yeah, he had a career he, batting average of three ten. That that yeah. helps too in baseball. Mm-hmm. I guess here's another one too. He has the most hits by a shortstop in MLB history. Yeah, he, uh, he was warranted for everything he was. The only thing that I can't give him credit for is he was a Yankee. Yeah, and sixth all time in hits in all of all positions in baseball. Over three thousand hits. Did you just sell yourself on Derek Jeter? No, no. I was just letting everybody know what he did. I, you know, I, <laughs> I, I'm not a huge baseball fan. No so. way. I didn't. I didn't watch him enough growing up. 
Did, did Wade Boggs go to Notre Dame and I just don't know it? What the hell's going on over here, Kevin? He did drink 107 like, beers on a cross-country flight. That's a true story. <laughs> I don't know why I like Wade It's like Wade drinking Boggs. his weight and beer. <laughs> I guess it's like saying his name. Uh, but Boggs. there's a lot of controversy out there about uh, A-Rod not showing up. He was out on a dinner date, I guess. The, the tabloids have it. Oh, with J-Lo. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's kind of crappy, I think. No. A- but who A-Rod, am I? If you, if you get to go to dinner with J-Lo or go, or go watch. When you're A-Rod, you can have anybody. So uh, I don't know. Derek Jeter's wife is absolutely just where, ridiculous. Yeah, I was actually talking to my father-in-law about that yesterday when we saw her coming on. He's a huge Yankee I think she's fan. a Victoria's Secret model. Is that where she she's from? She was Sports yeah. Illustrator. Sports Illustrator, Is that where? Because yeah. we, we, we didn't know. Well, he was he was dating he did he, he did date uh, what's her name uh, Edelman's girlfriend oh Adriana Lima Adriana Lima for a while yeah. and then she was with that other baseball player last week Matt Harvey Matt Harvey yeah. and, and then he knows the, his baseball yeah. dating and then the Matt, <laughs> he, and then he works for TMZ on the side Quizzy. she was uh, you know what, Har- who she was she was in um, she was in those commercials those weird TV commercials with the horse. Um, that's right. I remember yeah. Old Spice, right? And I, uh, it was something was like that. That might have been Old um, Spice. No, yeah. Like I, the, I gotta, we're going to look that up real fast, and we'll get back to you guys on that one. But, uh, yeah, so. On, on, right now, the, everybody's sitting in their car listening to this going, this commercial, it was this one. Well, they can't remember. Or direct TV it was. Oh, I know exactly. The, 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 the talking horse. horse. Yes, the talking horse. The talking horse. TV. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's where she, I think that's where she made her stardom. Yeah. <clears throat> that I know exactly who it is now that I see the picture. I'm. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, I don't know. No, good for him. Did you ever see yeah. her? Good for good for the horse. Yeah, good listen, for the Derek horse. Jeter, listen, here's the thing. Derek Jeter, you're right. He could probably have any woman on the planet, but I got to be honest when I tell you, uh, it's a good start right there. Yeah, she's beautiful for sure. But end of the day, any professional athlete out there can get pretty much any girl they want. Look at NASCAR wives. Yeah, well, the as Barstool show, would call them, smoke shows. Pretty hot wives ourselves for guys that. You know, don't bat a credit that don't really Didn't win a Honus Wagner award or anything like that. Yeah. I won a, I won a, uh, a closest to the pin once at Deer Valley. <laughs> oh, congratulations. <laughs> you won $11. Uh, <laughs> Tommy won the Canigliero award in uh, Blitz football one time. Uh, did, right. we, uh, did we touch on, did we get a good Jeter? I think we gave Jeter a run for his money here. No, <laughs> th- um, th- thank you to Hannah Davis and Derek Jeter. Uh... Let's uh, touch on the Preakness now. We just talked about a horse. Let's move on to the, the racing horses. Um, always dreaming. Favorite. Yeah, um, favorite again. Y- you have to. How could you not think he's going to at least contend in this uh, in the Preakness this weekend? I'm, I'm, I'm doubling down. I'm probably going to lose again, but I'm going with the Irish War Cry again. I don't. Well, here's the thing. Um, it's a totally different race. I don't know if is Irish Warcry even in this race. Yeah, he is. No, oh, he's not. No, yeah, there's he only is. ten horses in this race. No. They actually cut the field in half this time. There's only ten horses. Uh, in this I pulled race. the odds, and Irish Warcry was in the one. There's not. They're not even. They didn't even pull the gate yet. There's no odds. I don't believe. No, there's odds. There's odds. There's odds. They have odds on people that are going to get in the race. Same as same as our Kentucky Derby, you know, show. We we don't know a lot as far as the the gates aren't pulled until Wednesday. So tomorrow, after this show comes out on Tuesday, um, they'll pull the gates for everybody, and we'll get their but seating I, and chart and where they're at. But. I did do like a quick, brief skim through the the names, and there are maybe like half that I didn't recognize. That's like, a, there's, so. Yeah, there's, Irish War Cry's in there. He's there's at, only ten eleven and eleven two. So I don't have Irish War Cry here. I have the the top odds. Always dreaming Irish War Cry, Classic Empire, Looking at Lee, Battle of the Midway, Cloud Computing. This is right off Bleacher Report. Oh, it's got to be real. Conquest, Mo Money, uh, Ganerva. Yeah, I still don't see. And Irish Partial Warcraft Joke. Out. He's. I, I mean, I'm I got it here. Early Preakness ads. I have two different websites here. I have, uh-huh. I have Bleacher Report in front of me. 
Well, well I guess we'll find um, out. Yeah, we'll both find out. But so, Cavi, I'll bet you right now on that race. Are you sure that's not for Preakness? Preakness mm. odds. Right. I, I mean, I, I could be completely anyway, wrong. Maybe something happened. Preakness.com. Yeah, Preakness.com does not have him. Maybe, Maybe something happened today. Maybe. Unlike uh, unlike unlike Antonio Cavardi. Yeah. Oh, bringing uh, it back. Uh, he might have actually. He might have pulled out. Okay. So, well, um, I'm still going with so Irish Warcraft. Still track. go with him. Still, <laughs> still go with Irish Warcraft. I like his odds. I like his odds. I'll, I'll, his odds. Odds. I'll <laughs> take that back, Cap. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to put down? <laughs> what do you get? What are you giving me? I'll I'll you, I, 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 what's I'll it? Eleven to two? I'll give you one hundred and fifty to one on him. I'll take that. I bet a dollar. Minimum bet it's a hundred bucks. No, 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 no. Uh, so yeah, I, I, it's just way too early in this race. I, yeah. I, you I mean, going always dreaming, of course. I think always dreaming just had such a dominant performance. But like uh, Tommy and Paul just pointed out to me, there's a bunch of horses in there we didn't see run yet. I'm mm-hmm. going with Classic Empire. I was going to say Classic Empire is probably Classic Empire is is my my favorite in this one. You look, I understand, finished fourth at the Derby, but prior to that had four, five, six first place finishes, a third at Gulfstream Park earlier this year. I definitely think over $2 million in gross earnings in its career. I'm going with Classic Empire. I don't care what gate it pulls. Um, this is this is the horse I'm betting, and I'm going to bet heavy on. Hopefully it pulls a shit gate so the odds go down a little bit. But I'm going Classic Empire. Wins it. I'm going to go with Conquest Mo Money just because it's just I like I love Mo Money. Uh, love I'm, Mo Money. I'm going to go Always Dreaming. Add anybody? You got a pick? I'll do, looking, I'll do looking at Lee. Looking, looking at, at Lee? Lee? Yeah. Second place in the Derby? I would, I would like no, to just a, say that's that. That's second place to finish, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, he's yeah. finished second. But he, he was, was like 28 to oh, one odds. Yeah, he was high odds. I would like to say, though, the Preakness is uh, Cavi's thing. one of the best times I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Probably like my top three. We going down there this year? No. That's this weekend. That's this weekend. It's only in Maryland. It's like a hop, skip, and a jump for us. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's not far. But, yeah, definitely one of my... You know, my top three worst sunburns in my life took place at the Preakness. Um, it's a really good time. It's definitely the people's race. You know, don't wear a fancy hat if you're going. They will throw beers at you and yell, it's not the Derby. Yes. That's um, a special breed of people that go to the Preakness and uh, great entertainment. Well, it's close to Baltimore, right? It's, oh, it's in Baltimore. It's in, Baltimore. Yeah. It's in like. So that's perfect. The, it's the in ghetto. the worst part of Baltimore, yeah. yeah. So exactly. Don't walk there. Take an Uber um, so or a Brock bus will or something. Be there, probably. Um, it's possible. I mean, things. well, it's it's pretty wild because there is the infield, you know, and that's where like there's a big concert. So like this year, it's headlined by Sam Hunt and Zed, and uh, Good Charlotte's playing, and oh, cool. uh, usually like a, a a couple local Philly Sounds cover like bands play. Race. Yeah, a little bit, but uh, I don't it's know. Not an RV park. It's who's, not, it's, it's it's, I assume Sam Hunt's a country guy. They usually yes. have a country. Okay, but I mean, mm-hmm. I've seen cool people there. Like we, I saw Zach Brown band. I saw OAR. I saw Macklemore. Oh, I cool. saw Pipple. I saw. Uh, Cavi's been to what, three Preakness races now. The six, six, six Preaknesses. Yeah, me and my Did buddy. Did you win any money on any of them? I won big a couple times, but none of the money ever came home with me because we'd always go out on Federal Hill afterwards, okay. and money money <laughs> goes away real Hill. quick. Then shout out Federal Hill. Shout out Pat Rothwell. We usually. Cavity find him flowing. like face down Shots. in the gutter somewhere you know <laughs> but uh everybody always well usually came back like mine might have left a couple people in baltimore a couple times but it's always a good time and i encourage anybody if you have a chance to go and you're not married like i am now and your wife will let you go head down there and have a good time it's like 100 bucks at the gate and you get a rope 
and they tie a mug around your neck. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> That's not what I want. Probably not something I you should have. Give Tommy gambling and a rope and something is about to happen. Either I'm going to come no, home they, with a bunch of money or the end of the rope. <laughs> yeah. They tie a little rope around your neck and there's a mug That's on exactly it. Exactly where yeah. we're going. And yeah. uh, it's 100 bucks and it's all you can drink all day. Um, Jägermeister sponsors it and there's a guy in a centaur costume that walks around with squirt guns and he squirts Jägermeister in your mouth. It's it's quite a day. Not the first time that Tommy spent 100 bucks and had a rope around his neck. <laughs> or had some guy squirting substance oh, in my mouth. Right. <laughs> All right, I think we uh, let's move on from that. Talked about the Preakness a little too much there. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the golf real quick. Siwoo Kim, I have to give him mad props. The youngest player ever to win the Players Championship. His Twenty-one second, years old, second his, PGA, second win. win. Right? What's his name? Siwoo Kim, also Kim known Siwoo? as Kim Siwoo. As not Ian. It's not right. Kim Siwoo, is it? Si Kim Siwoo Kim. Siwoo Kim, it is. Yeah. It's nice um, to see somebody else winning on it. It's actually Kim Siwoo. It is Kim Siwoo, also known here as Here in the United Kim. States of America, it's Siwoo. We do everything. Oh, okay. We're dyslexic. We just oh, okay. say it backwards. Kim uh, Siwoo. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. He saw a win. <laughs> Kyle Stanley <laughs> was your win this weekend, though, we have, right? We have just offended every potential. Kyle Stanley? Uh, From South Korea. Yeah. The, the only part of Korea that's actually good is South Korea, and we just offended everybody there. Yeah, so if Kun Jung Un is listening, that's that North sucks. Korea. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's actually he's and, and it's Kim Jong Un. Whatever. Kim Jong Un. That was his grandfather. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, anyway, congrats, <laughs> youngest player ever to win the the Players Championship, and I I had a, I have to give him you know he, he showed a lot of poise, a lot of. He didn't back down. There was a he was down going into the final round. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And he ends up winning by three. I know. When the field was just tumbling. Like, oh, they it were. was bad. Like, did you just watch uh, J.B. Holmes? Shot uh, 84? Yeah, he was it in was the bad. It, like, <laughs> you watch... You watch the difference There's nothing between, better than watching you an 84 You watch, you watch the Thursday, Friday rounds, like, people actually, like, dominated the course. People were, like... like Sergio. Like, seven, seven so under... You know, after Friday, mm-hmm. and then Saturday, Sunday, people are shooting high seventies, eighties, and putting them in the water. And there, there were some wins. Oh, Phil shot a, a seventy-eight, I think it was on Saturday. That's my guy, of course. <clears throat> but but like you said, Ricky Fowler, I think shot a seventy-nine. Uh, Justin Rose shot an eighty. JB Holmes eighty-four. Like there's big names on Sunday that just crap the bed that, and yeah, just fell that's apart. That's what I think the golf game needs more of. It are those tough courses that actually eat these guys up. So the rest of us golfers that are shooting 79s and 81s at Deer Valley uh, <laughs> feel like we could actually compete with them. You got a sponsorship with Deer Valley? I feel like you call them out at least once a podcast. I golf you getting for, some I golf under the table free. money from them? I, yeah, they let me golf for happening? free during the league nights Jeez, because I call I them out and sponsor them. You got a sponsor we don't know about here. I didn't want to talk about it, but yeah, they're lying in my pockets. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Yeah. Shout out Deer Valley. Yeah, shout out Deer Valley. And uh, we got a couple of tournaments coming up in Texas. I know this week is the Byron Nelson and then Dean and DeLuca. I don't know. It used to be uh, the Crown Mobster. It used to be the Crown Plaza Invitational. But um, I mean, the the field is still strong, but it's not as strong as the players, obviously. Uh, I know Dustin Johnson and a couple others are still in it this week, but. Um, it is. It was. It was nice to see. You know, someone that wasn't a top name compete and win against these guys. I think you and I appreciate that stuff. But as looking at it, big picture, the entire golf world, you know, the golf manufacturers and the golf industry, the PGA Tour. You think they like stuff like this to happen? The the industry, I think so. I think especially someone from a different um, I guess country. South Korea it opens a new market. And they have sure. a great. They have a lot of great players. Uh, 
No, I, I don't know how to say this. It's like yeah, I'm not trying. Really they, they have a lot of great players. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, Sung Kang. He's another one that's great. Um, I actually bet him already this week. But, but here's my thing: is is you saw it was who was it? Was it uh, Taylor Made? Right. Yeah. He went and sold their golf manufacturing department for like four hundred and seventy-five million dollars. No, it can't be Taylor Made, right? Because they yeah. Was it? They were signing people, sure. Yeah. But I think they still went out and sold this week for like $475 million. And it's like they were doing $1.5 billion in revenue a few years back. Now they're selling for $475 million. Nike just got out of the golf clubs and equipment. Mm-hmm. What, what does that say about the game? Like, what, what does the PGA Tour and the USGA need to do oh, I think they're to still, make I think more popular? I think they're still, they're, they're doing well. And I, I was listening to, a, it's not a rival podcast, but I do listen to a, a fantasy golf-only podcast. Let's and, not name it out loud. No, I'm, I'm not going to. But they were saying that, like, they have to get, golf is becoming more of a fantasy sport. There's fantasy leagues. We, me and Paul are in a fantasy one-and-done league. Shout out to DraftKings. DraftKings and FanDuel. You know, I'll plug a fan, or DraftKings right now. Uh, if you want to, you know, listen to me and Taylor, we put out articles every week on Daily Fantasy for Golf and NASCAR. Sign up at DraftKings and enter the code, the PAS. And, uh, you know, if you're a first-time user, you know, you'll... Uh, You'll see what it's all about, but getting into that realm, like you look at the uh, NFL Network, and they have stuff about fantasy. But NFL Network's not about fantasy, but there's fantasy stuff going on. Um, they have things on the side of the screens, what players are ranked high this week and that week. But golf, the Golf World Golf Channel hasn't gotten around to that yet, and that's what that whole podcast was about today like they have to start realizing that DraftKings, FanDuel, these other realms of the golf world are out there the golf channel and other you know things have to start taking that into consideration so I just wanted to, to, to back up Tommy's earlier statement about the uh, going off that fourth round and how bad it really got here's just an idea so there was four golfers in the field that made the cut that golfed in the 80s uh, JB JB Holmes, Graham McDowell, Justin Rose, and Jason Day all golfed in the '80s. Ricky Fowler golfed to '79. Pre, those four golfers, uh, look, I mean, nobody golfed, and those four golfers in the previous three rounds, nobody golfed over a 73, and all four of them golfed in the '80s on the. It's like last they gave day. up on the left. Day. So yeah, it was insane. They were all in contention. Back back to like the PGA Tour and and where they're at, right? So you think bringing fantasy into golf is going to boost ratings again and bring them back to it. Like, I think like the, we the said ra- last podcast, the, the Masters, the well, viewership on TV, was at a 20-year low. Okay. Uh, PGA this weekend, you know, or the players this weekend, low ratings again. You know these manufacturers are are all selling off like they're going through divorce. But I mean, I, I mean, I don't know off the you fact check. Fantasy will off the fact check it, but I think golf. Not I mean maybe those specific tournaments, but as a whole, like these these well, shitty saying, these more shitty, rounds. There's more rounds for the, new golfers. These shitty tournaments like the Byron Nelson this weekend in the past haven't gotten what they're expected to get because of fantasy and daily fantasy viewership. I agree with Eddie. I think that fantasy of any sort of fantasy sports doesn't hurt. Well, I'm not saying uh, it hurts. It doesn't hurt. I never them said anyway. it hurt. I think it has the ability to completely turn 
Think about us. Like I, I was never an avid golf watcher. You know, when I was younger, I watched a little bit of golf. Yeah, I used to like Freddie Couples and, and Corey, we watched a lot of golf. You know, Corey Pavin, Tom and those Kite. Guys. But I, but I wasn't. I wouldn't Tom say Kite. that. <laughs> Rockle Media. I wouldn't say that I was just this crazy golf. You know, but fantasy makes you more into the sport. So you're saying Similar bringing gambling into everything in life. Makes it more popular. Would yes. you say that? Would no, you 100%, say? Yeah, percent. Yes. One hundred percent. Would you say that sports, NFL, NFL, as though it's still one of the most popular sports, has always been it is the most popular. Sport. Right, but do you actually don't you, took you over churches tell, on Sunday? But you can't tell me that it hasn't. It didn't take it to a completely another level when fantasy football really took mainstream. I think it it definitely brought in a whole another aspect of it and a whole another realm of the fantasy and people getting involved for different reasons, but. Uh, here's I, a, I just don't. I just don't see fantasy actually giving that boost that golf needs. I think there needs to be like a big change to golf, maybe to speed it up. Let's be honest. Like if you want to watch a tournament on a weekend, you're investing eight hours of your life. If you want to play a round on a weekend, you're investing five with rides, with driving back and forth, and 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 uh, <laughs> your actual warm ups on the putting green and the driving range. You're spending about six and a half hours of your life. But if you really look at it. Golf on, is not on TV that long. Maybe three, four hours a day on the weekends. See, I think that's where the problem lies. Because if you notice, like PGA, maybe it's their agreement with uh, NBC that like they don't come on until three o'clock, and half the freaking rounds over by that time. Yeah, You're watching like the last like eight holes of the guys that, are, and quite honestly, a lot of times you already know what's going on by going online. I just don't think I think that the ratings are down. You can say everything online. You can check everything online. But but you look at everything else in the world, like baseball. They're adding a shot clock basically to the sport because they need to speed it up. Because the attention span of, of okay, of a so that's is, what I'm saying about. That's why I just said about why we got to speed this podcast up. Or people are already going. <laughs> we're having a good conversation no, here. But I I would say to the point of does gambling, um, you know, make something more interesting. The only the the only example you need to make is the NCAA tournament. That's the only reason I nobody gamble. gives a shit. About watching <laughs> is it really? college basketball during the regular season, those ratings are in the that's toilet. Oh, you, I watch every game, every game that's on television. You gamble on every game. <laughs> no, yeah. I do not. I scout. I'm a scout. Yeah, if you compare the ratings, it's unquestionable. Tommy can if you, you the compare rating, if you compare non-March Madness ratings to March Madness, well, because rating, they hype it up though too. No, it, it's because everybody has a bracket. Yeah, it's because everybody has a bracket filled out. Yeah. And if there were no, okay. if there was no such thing as a bracket, you'd have half the people watching March Madness too. I, I agree with you on that because if you yeah. think I'll about, like, there, you know, you think about like the think about our wives. Our wives fill out brackets. They, they but don't again, know you're talking about, about a college. sport that's only a game, NCAA game. Doesn't matter if it's March Madness or regular season. Is hour forty five to two fifteen. That's it. Yeah, but it's a season long. They play. But it doesn't matter. A, a game is an hour. Okay, PGA is the entire season. They're like twelve months a year. So what are, we, what are we getting? What is the argument? So we're here? talking about the length of time. That I, me personally, I think PGA needs to figure out something about the okay. length of time it takes to play. We're just arguing the fact that fantasy will not hurt it. It will actually help. I it. didn't. I never argued. That's against all we're that, saying though. is that that is the is the fantasy aspect of it, the gambling aspect of of golf, will help it. There's probably more. It needs I don't to think do. it'll, it'll hurt it. Right, but there's probably more it needs to do. It's golf is not the most entertaining sport unless you're playing it, but. I or Tiger that, Woods is playing it. Yeah. yeah. Or but, just any exciting. But thing Tiger, I mean, Tiger Woods or, wasn't pulling know. in those different viewers like you know. Oh yeah, just, they were. <clears throat> it was. You're, brought, listen, your wife wasn't watching golf because Tiger Woods was playing. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Her dad was saying Tiger Woods in the tournament this week. Let's watch it. Well, I, I, okay. I'm sure it wasn't like she's rushing home because she needs to watch Tiger Woods. But 
Shopping at Target, watching Tiger Woods. Hmm. Oh, shopping sure. at Target or watching the NCAA tournament. Same difference. Let's just move on. We're uh, yeah. We're so guilty. we beat the hell out of that. Congrats, Siwoo Kim. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Kim Siwoo, depending where you're asking. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got two more topics to talk about. Let's briefly talk about NASCAR. Um, there's a big, big wreck. I'm sure the anybody that that read ESPN or any sports newspaper. You know, blog this week um, saw that there was a, a little wreck. Um, Eric Almirola uh, had a fractured vertebrae or vertebra, as it looks like Bra. it's spelt. Bra. Bra. Um, but Tom, or not Tom, Paul, you brought up uh, Danica Patrick earlier. She's been having a pretty rough go of it. Yeah, so I think some of the stories that I pulled out of this, because obviously, like like you said, Ed, I mean, everybody knows the basics right now of this. Uh, the Go Bowling 400 out of Kansas, uh, Saturday night race, uh, Martin Truex Jr. Uh, won for the second time this year. Everybody's beaten the story to death about the, the, the pileup on lap 67 where uh, Joey Logano, uh, it looked like from what I was watching, he something snapped on the front uh, right front tire, went took him sideways straight into Danica Patrick, uh, and then, as you mentioned, um, Almirola just absolutely just smashed T-Bone straight into the side of him at warp speed. Um, got really injured, had to be life flighted. But going into that, that's, that first story would be Danica Patrick is, uh, if she's not causing a wreck every week, she's in a wreck every week. Um, five out of the first 11 races this year, she has not finished the race. Uh, that's not a good thing for her sponsorships. It's not a good thing for her cars. I don't at this point understand how they're even possibly in the in, in the green uh, when it comes to profitability. If she keeps wrecking every car she's in, I think what she had like two top twenties or, so, or no, two, maybe only two top tens. But I don't the rest even, are, you know, know out of out of that. I mean, that that's she, that's the first story. I mean, we can we can make arguments however we want. We're not gonna. I don't want we're to not touch gonna, that with a yeah, ten pull. We're not gonna say that Danica's a bad driver, um, but. It's 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 not looking like she's a good driver right this moment, uh, and then the other story I had was uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. I just she's definitely think, tough though. Uh, she got in that wreck and just hopped right out of the car. Yeah, and she's she's pretty smoking hot too. So um, I give her lots of credit on a lot of things. But the other part, <laughs> except for <laughs> yeah, driving, except for driving. Yeah, driving is just not her strong point. Maybe she should have stuck to golf or something. Uh, so the other story I thought out of this uh, this race again, eleventh race of the season was Dale Earnhardt Jr. I try to take two of the most popular drivers and have a little bit of a story behind it, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. sticks out to me really bad because what the heck is going on with his season this year? Uh, he already announced that he's retiring after this year. Has he just completely checked out? Is 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 he not really all that interested in being there anymore? He's just driving to finish out what he has to do for the season for the race. <clears throat> this is uh, 11th race. He's had one top five. He's had one top ten. Uh, in the entire 11 races, he's only led 10 total laps. His average finish is 23rd. And, uh, I mean, six out of the 11 races this season, only six out of 11, he's actually finished on the lead lap. So he's just, he's not, he's, he's not Dale Earnhardt Jr.-esque is right now. He's, play, he's, he's racing terribly. Is there another Earnhardt? Not. Like coming up? Like another one that could take over for like him? Like a little brother? No. Like no. a Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr.? No. I think they're, uh, That's actually I think a their band. Earnhardts are getting themselves out of uh, the <clears throat> racing field and probably sticking to more of the ownership, I'm going to guess. Uh. The the going back to the Eric uh, Eric Almond uh, Almirola yeah uh, just a quick note to all you Carl Edwards fans out there um, 
Richard Petty uh, Motorsports actually reached out to Carl Edwards, who has been quote unquote retired this year, to actually step in and and race the car for Eric going forward this season. And unfortunately for Carl Edwards fans, he's turned that offer down. He said uh, he respectfully declines. He will not be racing. So, oh well, so bad, so sad. And uh, we'll move on to next week. And that's it. That's all I got for NASCAR this week. Yeah, I, I just want to just briefly touch upon what, what you said about Dylan Earnhardt. I think he may have checked out. Um, I think that he might be a little bit tentative now with all the concussions and head trauma that he's had over the past couple of years and over his career. Um, but, yeah, I think he just might be on, dare I say, cruise control for the rest of the season. Before I actually, uh, during, <laughs> yeah. during the race, I think they clocked him at 67 miles an hour. I actually saw him put a blinker on it. <laughs> so uh, I'm not sure if he was just going to driving school or was it what. A, it, it was, it was his, le- his left blinker, <laughs> It I was hope, his right? left yeah. blinker, yeah. The right one's been burned out for a while. Yeah. And it was uh, odd for a while. But, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I will for say this, I, I, would like, I would like for whatever driving school he's been attending these last few weeks that maybe Danica can head up to them too and maybe try and say stay, stay safe and stay out of those accidents so yeah. um, but i'm i'm not quite sure what's up oh the coca-cola 600 i think is this weekend isn't it i'm yeah um, i think it's one of the longest you know courses of the of the year for nascar but uh keep an eye out for taylor's article um i believe it's on sunday this week because this last week was on saturday for mother's day weekend but this week keep an eye out for taylor's uh you know nascar article it's posted Sunday mornings before the race, and then you can plug in your lineup on DraftKings and uh, use our promo code, the point PAS. I think a uh, real quick shout-out to Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Uh, speaking of Danica Patrick, he had another great uh, finish this, this week, and um, I'm sure he was very disappointed with his wife, uh, or his girlfriend, I should say, Danica, yet again not finishing. Uh, yeah, shout-out to Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Good for him. Sucks to be Danica. Still going on that. All right, NFL, last topic. Cavi, your boy, Eddie Lacey. Love him. Tommy wrote the article, oh, but I, I love it. This. See, I, I wrote about I'm, this on, today. I'm on Eddie Lacey forever. He's I even called Cavi out in the article. <laughs> Did you? I, yeah. didn't, I didn't read it yet. Thanks, Eddie. No Appreciate problem. It, it came out man. late. Uh, yeah, so Eddie Lacey stepped on the scale today, got paid. He had a... Tipping you know, those scales, baby. His uh, His contract this year was... You know, base salary was guaranteed 2.865 mil. But then there are all these other incentives in there where I think he could make another 385,000 bucks for the year. Stepping on the scale. And losing weight. Today was the first day he had to get on the scale. He had to be under 255 pounds. Made it by two. Made it by two. Tipped the scale at 253 pounds. <laughs> you got 27,000. And he made 55K for it. $27,000 a pound. Yeah. That's Walnuts like, does he just have like a thyroid issue? Like, what's going oh, on? He loves to eat. Oh, Follow his Twitter. Every oh, really? everything on Twitter is gonna go get China food. Man, that was good McDonald's. <laughs> oh man, I want some Kentucky Fried Chicken. Everything's about food in his his whole Twitter. He just and, loves to eat. And this guy's a big dude. He's a, actually, he's a big dude. He came dude. out of Alabama at two thirty one. Yeah, he came out of Alabama at two hundred thirty one. But at that age, you have that metabolism working. And uh, I think Pete Carroll and the Seahawks went and signed him this. Looking for a replacement for that Marshawn Lynch. They didn't yep. have that running back last year, that bruiser that's going to meet the linebacker, defensive back in the hole, and just plow through him and gain those extra yards. And I think this uh, weight incentive is, is the way to go with Eddie Lacy. He shaves off those pounds. Again, he go back to those beast. seasons when he had over those 1,000 yards rushing. So I went back in, uh, back in time to an article that I wrote 
when this whole thing happened with Lacey on our website, thepointaftershow.com. And uh, I noticed I was looking at it. So his first target was 255. He had to have that by May. Uh, his next target is 250 that he needs to maintain through June, July, and August. So do you think he can make that? Yeah. 250? Yeah. 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 For 385K, I, I would... I would be whatever you want me to. Yeah, I'd cut off a pinky. If it was five pounds, one hundred sixty-five thousand. If he makes that, so if he makes that, and then uh, two forty-five is his is his final weight. He needs to be between September and December. He needs to maintain that for an additional two hundred and twenty thousand dollars. I think now I I don't. They're probably not conditioning hardcore yet. I think in the next month he'll get. He'll he'll be able to maintain. I was reading he's, online that he's doing like P ninety. Yeah, he's a big P ninety X guy. P last year too. So yeah, and he came in fit. He came in last year, and then yeah, Pete Carroll's blopping three weeks. He ballooned last year. Pete Carroll pumped about it. You know, he came out today. He said he looks awesome. He looks great. You know, this, this is the kind of guy they're looking for. He worked hard. He, he was giving him all the kudos in the world. Uh, let's see. I, hopefully, you know, I I, I said earlier in the article here if he definitely. Hits those weight targets. Cavi's going to be drafting him round two at the latest. Absolutely. <laughs> That's the thing. If, you know how, if, if he knows how to carry his weight and he was and he's not like because 250 pounds. That's what Legarrette Blunt sits at right now. You know what I mean? And and, and he, he sits could, on what the couch because he's not on a team. You know, he'll be on a team. What did he do last year? He won a Super Bowl last okay. year. Yeah. And he and he, well, he scored how he many touchdowns last year? Just because you traded him. It's 18 Relax. touchdowns last year. That's what he did. So he's obviously more productive than Eddie Lacy's been. Over he the last also had years. one of the league's worst Easy. yards per carry. I don't. Yeah. Who cares? Well, that's that's not his forte. He's okay. not supposed to have top end speed. He's supposed to punch his way into the end zone. No, it's Matt. Matt's forte. Oh yeah, Matt's forte. <laughs> <laughs> he rushed over 1,100 yards. I give him. Hey, you know, at 250 pounds, it's not an easy thing to do in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, there's there's defensive linemen. Le- Lacey, Lacey has hands, and he's got a one cut, and when he breaks out, he's got a one cut broken ankle. He just can't leave the ground. If he yeah, can stay on the freaking ground. He's got a chicken cut of uh, a plane. That's the difference between Eddie Lacey and LeGarrette Blount is LeGarrette Blount realizes he's a big dude and stays his ass on the ground. Lacey yeah. can't be throwing no. 263 up in the air coming out of those little <laughs> chicken Lacey, yeah. thinks he, Lacey thinks he's PlayStation 3 and he's hitting the uh, the, the yeah. triangle and oh a little too many times That's when he's out the there. The problem is he's out he's out eating Chinese and McDonald's all day. Well, that's Eddie Lacey for you. More or less. What do you expect? But st- sticking with the Seahawks here, let's let's uh, move it on to Pete Carroll came out and said that he was thinking about maybe looking at Colin Kaepernick or RG3, some of the too kind of sweet on you, right? Well, well I'm a I'm a big RG3 fan for sure. Yeah. Obviously, wrote, we know wrote that. a good article about uh, both of them actually yeah, at one point in time. Cap. I'm a cap guy. So like the, the, the homeless man's uh, Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> poor man. Yeah. Pretty much the homeless Russell Wilson right now. Yeah. Well, what happened with him and Sierra? No, I mean they're homeless. Oh yeah, they don't yeah. Have a job. Okay. Right. Well, want, want, want. That they, one fell. They've both yeah, made enough fell. money. To know. Yeah, they'll yeah. be all right. Yeah. Well, they're not on a team. You know, it was just a lot of we'll things we could have went there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah. So what's your take on that? I, I, who? Okay, you're Pete Carroll. You bring these two in for an interview, based on the film that we got to see and their play and everything like that. Who would you pick as your backup? RG three and Cap. Obviously, I would think Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. What what I guess you would have to think about what the pay my, too, right? Uh, <clears throat> well, no, because you're more likely you're going to be able to give them. At this point, they're looking for. A so game. you don't think Cap is demanding more money than RG three? I don't think Cap's going to get more money than what he's going to get. I mean, so it's either he sits on the unemployment line or he takes what he's going to get. I think the first offer that comes his way, he's probably going to take it. 
he's staring into the lights. Yeah, like I know. He's looking for I, that rope at the pre See, I don't know. I, I think Kaepernick, we've obviously seen in the past what he can do when he's on top of his game. I really don't think RG3, we've been able to see what he's capable of in the NFL. He's capable of being injured. I, oh, I know that. I know that. He, he, he had a he's had a lot of, of trouble lines there, too. <laughs> hmm? the, the offensive lines he's played behind. Awful. He Awful. just needs to be smarter. So if he's yeah. the he's offensive smarter? line last year for Seattle, do you think it's going to get better there? I mean, I get it. Russell Wilson hasn't missed a game in his career, but I don't know. I for me, I, I think Colin Kaepernick has. A he's proven, a safer play. He's got. He's he's a safer play from a, from a. I mean, age wise, they're 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 relatively close, right? In age, uh, I think Colin Kaepernick has had a little bit more success in the NFL. I think he's a little bit more moldable to their style of offense, and I think that the injury problems and the 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 knee injuries that that. RG3 has had in the past. That's always a concern to me. I think that uh, Cap has proven that he could be a winner in the NFL given the right circumstances and the right coaching. I think Pete Carroll could 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 do some can give can do something. With and that. I think Seattle's one of those areas that's more liberal, and I think they'd be more acceptable to Colin Kaepernick and his positions. I I don't disagree with them. Again, I don't agree with them. I don't know if it's the right place and time to do it, or the right platform with the national anthem, but. That's not my decision. You know, he's in the spotlight, so he's making these decisions. But, you know, there's been a lot of talks about Cap and his decision to sit, then kneel during the national anthem. I, I think well, he, he said he's not going to do not that this that. year. Yeah, should he get on a But again, you have a lot of people. If you look at a lot of stuff on the internet, and I know it doesn't mean it's true, but they came out and said one reason they don't watch the NFL anymore is yeah. because of Colin Kaepernick and, and what he pulled during the National Anthem. There's been multiple reports of a, a nameless but multiple owners that openly said they will not they will not take him on their team because of that. Wait a minute. Not everything you read on the internet is true? Only, Only on, the on the point, point after, after show. show. Okay, all right. Yeah, <laughs> good, 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 good. That's, yeah. that's the first. That's like we are agreeing Did a we lot just more. Become guys, got, <laughs> you guys, guys got me nervous there. We're going to go to Karate in the Garage. Yes. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, again, that whole situation is—it's over. It's just—it's what it is. But I don't think that the NFL saw uh, a drop in their numbers because Colin Kaepernick, who wasn't the starting quarterback, was kneeling there. You had extreme people do, that weren't watching it, but I don't think it affected their their ratings very, in any way. Yeah, not not well, the like ratings a blip. have been down. The NFL's been <laughs> discussing how they've been concerned about the ratings oh, bless you, here. Kev. Um, yeah, but that was because they're they're putting shitty games on Thursday nights and Thursday nights. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that at all. But but one of the things that people have said in polls, like, why do you think the numbers have been tanking? And Colin Kaepernick has come up multiple times. I'm not saying I agree. Is that, with that like your your not a verified Twitter, poll. Twitter polls that you no, put out? No, no, I mean they tr- kill it. Tr- yeah. Trump said it. In like a speech, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> but, Which has got to be really. Yeah. So let's go from let's Eddie. Let's go from uh, talking about backup quarterbacks to talking about the goat, arguably the goat of or, quarterbacks. Or according all, to him, he doesn't no, want to be called the goat. Big Tru- Ben truly is the man. Yeah. yeah. No, no, that's oh, not, not him. About. Oh, I, I like where your head's at, though. But no, let's <clears> talk about the uh, the goat according to Xbox and, and Madden. Not the self-proclaimed though. But not self-proclaimed. Tom Brady. I remember the goat skit from the Adam Sandler CD. That was pretty good. But oh, yeah, let's <laughs> let's talk about uh, Tom Brady. Cover of Madden. Did that just come out uh, today. It so well, just got announced. 
announced on Monday. Announced on Monday. It got announced a couple days ago. Oh, did but it? yeah. Okay. Madden I mean, 18 article, cover. Article out on our website today. Yeah. Read check, about it, yeah. check that out. Producer Cavi. Uh, it's the GOAT edition. Right? The GOAT edition is what, what it reads across the top. I mean, how about the balls on Brady, though? I mean, I get it. He is, in many people's opinion, the GOAT. I mean, if he wants to say that Joe Montana's the, the GOAT, I'm not going to argue with him. I love Joe Montana. But, I mean... The he no uh, and obviously this is all whimsical, but no respect for uh, curses at all. Doesn't care about the mana curse. Then in the promo video, he takes a mirror, takes a hammer and smashes a mirror, pulls out a ladder, walks underneath the ladder. He just I mean Patriots fans don't expect the same year you had last year, and at least now we know why the Patriots are holding on to Jimmy Garoppolo. What? You got a wild card like that out there, just just taking a. Taking it to uh, any any kind of curses you could ever think of, and I think if someone could break the curse of the Madden cover, it will be. I, I, Brady. Think, the, the, I think the curse has been broken a couple times. Uh, yeah, I know, but it, I know the they they always say that. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a couple that are are questionable if they're a curse or not. Like they say, was Richard Sherman really a curse? Because you know he did come back and have a good year after he got hurt. But there's a couple guys that had career seasons after being on the Madden cover. But, but then went on the to within the next couple of years to. Yeah. I mean, Michael Vick did all right, but then went on to fight dogs and and get kicked uh, out of the league. You know, like he didn't fight them. But anyway, well, he didn't fight he them. They fought each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the. Uh, I think. Yeah, there's been more times where the guy that graced the cover of Madden has been injured than than had a career year. But I I I like his approach. With the how do you how do you handle that from a PR standpoint? You gotta you gotta laugh it off and you gotta say, now if it were to ultimately backfire and he really does get hurt this year, that's gonna suck for him um, on more levels than one. But I do respect the fact that he, um, you know, and I think this is why I like Brady personally. Not even as a Steeler fan, a lot of people hate him because of how good he is and in, in maybe his 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 arrogance as the, as a Patriot. Uh, I like the fact that he's humble enough to say. Joe Montana is the goat. Like, I like that Tommy was trying to write goat and spelt it wrong on the paper that no, he's drawn. Cool. <laughs> it came out goal. Totally. <laughs> big dude. It says. It says big. No, dude. but uh, do you think him? He, not, do you, I'm sorry, I didn't want to cut you. But do you think that the reason that he is saying that that Montana is the goat? Trying to do the reverse him, karma. Well, no. Do you yeah. think it also has to do with the fact that uh, growing up, Montana was his favorite player of all no. time too? Reverse karma. San Francisco. That, 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 could, that could help it. Yeah. But I guess my other thing though is. How did it take this long for Tom Brady to get the cover of Mana? He probably turned it down about a half dozen times. You know what I mean? Well, did, ah. did, did Gronk already Gronk have it? Gronk was on it last year. Gronk yeah, had I think it. they probably wouldn't want to put you know a couple in a row. They but, just did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Barry Sanders <laughs> really twice, and I'm curious to know why Joe Montana's never been on it. Barry Sanders, though, got it after he retired. He's been on he was on it, though. Yeah, but he, he the year that he was on it was yeah. the year he retired, and then the next year he was on it was an anniversary yeah. one. Yeah. So but never I'm just wondering why, if you're going to have a GOAT edition, why not put... Joe Montana, then you don't have to worry about the Madden curse. Well, I think they just did that after they picked him. You know what I mean? But Well, no. Brady's the best to pick on the cover right now because he went from being suspended, all that drama with NFL Commissioner Goodell, <clears throat> and then moving into winning the Super Bowl. You know, I guess. Oh, yeah. Did they ever have it's multiple people on the cover? Yeah. Or was it, yeah oh, yeah. Okay. Larry Fitzgerald and Troy Palomalu, I believe, graced it. Yes, and, and Palomalu got injured the first game of the year, but... Fitzgerald had like a career year that year. Okay. Um, Sanders and somebody else were on it the, the year Sanders on because he retired the week before the season started. Okay. Unexpectedly, so they threw somebody else on it. Um, right. But I mean, Brady has been on other um, 
Super Bowl or other uh, NFL video game covers. In 2003, he was on uh, whatever 289's game back when there used to be the two different. Oh, like NFL 2K9 like, or something. Uh, I think it was it was even or the other one. It was like NFL Blitz or something. No, Blitz. <laughs> Blitz. NFL Blitz was awesome. Oh, yeah, it was. Speaking of which, they came out with like a NBA version of that this week called the NBA Playground, which is the most blatant ripoff of NBA Jam of all time. I will go on record to say that Super Tecmo Bowl was, or Tecmo Bowl in general, was the greatest game console ever made. Still, game the game for uh, it was ever good for football. I'm going Madden '95. You could I like Madden '95. Madden all time, and you just OJ Simpson the running back. You run like 20 yards back all the way to the sideline. It's a touchdown. No, that was uh, o- uh, that was Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Or Bo Jackson. That was, that was, yeah, Bo yeah, Jackson. Te- that was in Tecmo Bowl. Yeah. Uh, I think you do it with O.J. Simpson in Madden 95, too. I'm pretty sure O.J. Simpson did not play in 95. <laughs> no, no, I said you had to be the oh, all-Madden yeah, all Madden. All Madden team, all-Madden all time. Let's wrap up. Yeah, that, I think that's all we got for this this edition. This, what's it, 47th or 48th podcast? This we have our 40. 50th coming up. Yeah, this is 48. The bi-century mark, is that correct? No. Uh, no. Anyway. The half-century. The half-a-century. Half-a-century half mark. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, check us out on thepointaftershow.com for daily blogs, articles, daily fantasy, um, things about NASCAR and golf. And um, just if you're going to think about signing up for DraftKings, enter the promo code, the PAS. Sign up. Listen to me and Taylor. We do all right for ourselves with our picks. And then also it's follow point after show, all right, Ed? You don't have to take credit for it. Well, hey, actually, let's give a little credit out here. Uh, Tommy, for the first time, posted two articles in the same day, but also yeah. the first time he ever posted two in the same week. So no. maybe yeah. a little round of applause. And yeah. more importantly, two articles he actually posted on his own. And he posted them by himself. Put his big boy pants on so today. Learn how to turn the computer on. <laughs> Check out fantasyjocks.com. Go buy yourself some oh. fantasy belts, some fantasy draft boards. All the fantasy goods are coming out. Fantasyjocks.com. Follow us on Twitter. Click on all the ads on our website. Yeah, just every yeah. one of the ads. Even if, you don't, even if you don't like it. Even we handpick you know. every one of those mm-hmm. unless you Me have these like, dating or one. The dating ones is your fault. Yeah, farmers only. Farmers yeah. only. That's because you guys are Jordan doing the wrong stuff showing up. But no, like, our Twitter's up. Like us on Facebook, Facebook Live. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Twitter and Instagram. Just do anything social media to you know follow us and get our attention. Yep. All right, and Paul, I think I that's am, it. Until uh, next week. Well, our Twitters, so... Uh, oh, yeah, our Twitters. Mine's uh, at Eddie underscore the P-A-S. Tom? I'm Tom. at T-Lip underscore the P-A-S. Check out those two articles I wrote today. I'd appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, and actually, just check them out, because they're probably the last two you're going to see for a little while from Tommy. His fingers are sore from typing. Yeah, his brain. <laughs> uh, I'm at uh, Producer Cavi. And we have I workers am, comp here. And I am at the FF Advantage. And as always, if you've made it this far, thank you. Peace.